up, what up? Welcome back to the Divya Cup, episode 9. I am your humble host and two-time league champion, co-commissioner Mark Sheehan, here with co-commissioner and one-time league champion, Andrew Nevin. Uh, Sheehan, I can't help but notice you did drop part of your intro there. There, there was a missing piece, I think. Um, what, was, what, what, what was it? Temporary division oh. leader, Andrew Nevin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, I almost forgot. I mean, let's talk about what really uh, gave you first place this week, and that was a uh, a rather close game against the uh, worst team in the league, John Henry. Actually closer than I thought. I checked at one point, and it was like a six-point difference, and that, then I checked again, and it was like a two-point difference. So uh, I'm not sure exactly who played last in that game, but I did notice that it was only two-point differential. You, you had some important things. You had Dave Montgomery getting more than 10 points, which is weird. Also weird for you was the defense getting positive points, even double-digit Double-digit points. points. Yeah, that's huge. Love to see Melvin Gordon only getting two more points than Eckler. Uh, you know, that's a, that just is an interesting that's, component it's of a that men- matchup. Mental victory. Mental victory right there. You know, nothing nothing extremely exceptional because it was a game against the 1-16, and 16, but it did, uh, you know, put you back in first place. To flip the flip the page a little bit, a game that really wasn't very close, unfortunately for you. Not really through any fault of your own, but you lost to Wolpe, 140 to 103. This, nothing about this game looked unusual for Wolpe. I'd say except for maybe the Jaguars defense having like 15 or 16 points, nothing jumped out as being strange, which is terrifying. Everything he touches turns to gold. It's insane. You also got him at full strength, no bio weeks or injuries. I think we both knew you had zero chance of winning this game beforehand. Yeah. Honestly, a pretty valiant effort by you considering that you had just about no chance of winning this. Uh, yeah, Bobby had 138. A, a pretty scary point total coming from Bobby's team. That's very uncommon. Once again, Demos in back-to-back weeks, his score is almost doubled. You know, he's getting blown out of the water. You know, this isn't 140 points to 104 points. This is, you know, 140 to barely 80 points. Uh, and at this point, you know, it looks like Bobby is starting to mount a comeback and Demos' team is really slipping. Really, really slipping from where he was a few weeks ago. You want to talk about who's not slipping? It's Brian Tracy. Oh, he, he finally did it. Oh, boy. He did it. He took down Riley. Riley in the Patriots D has fallen. Mm-hmm. No undefeated season. We still await our first undefeated season in the league. I think the part that I am just befuddled by is the fact that Tracy won and the Patriots won And the won Patriots won. That is unbelievable. The... I am shocked by it. I don't know really what to say. No one thought it was possible. That... Tracy is off the hot seat temporarily. He's allowed to become a Patriots fan again? Well... I mean, the, the Patriots defense still put up quick. like 20 points. Yeah, yeah, they did. I mean, <laughs> it, it's unreal. I think kind of the opposite of Wolpe. This looked like an ordinary week for Riley. It, he was due for this, you know? We've talked about he hasn't reached triple digits since week two. He finally just had someone have a good game against him, and it was Tracy who is suddenly very sneakily very hot. Uh, I think the last matchup of the week here is, uh, I don't really know what to say about this one, but another uh, team that scored around 140 points is Nick Shea, an embarrassing total from Demeray. He enters the game with almost zero RBs. I would go so far as to say a zero RBs. I mean, Demeray's entire team at this point is like Tyreek Hill and whatever other receivers on his team I, that I can't remember off the top of my head. You know, Nick Shea's team is, uh, you know, he's made a lot of moves. He, I think he's made the most trades in the league with five, maybe. Uh, and he's starting to turn into production. You know, I hate to see Cooper Cup putting up 28 points, but you know, that's 
you know, we made the best moves for our clubs, and, and now Nick Shea is starting to, to fight back, uh, you know, from 1-5-1 and five and one to now he's 2-5-1. and one. We'll see what he can do from here on out. I'll tell you what, Ian, we, we got the rankings coming out in a little bit. <sighs> oh, yeah. And just, just to briefly touch on it, I feel like we blinked and Demaray's team suddenly sucks. Before we get to that, Sheehan, mm-hmm. start of the week. Start of the week. From the start of the week, day. Fuck your boss, fuck what he say. Celebrate like it's my B day, every day. No, this ain't no cliche. Smile and have a nice day. No, no, it be them same I'll jump in. I, I hate yeah, to do, do this. I really don't want to do it. You know what I'm gonna say. I, have I think there's a very, very clear start of the week this week. I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first, actually, because I'm interested to see what well, you're gonna say. Wolpe putting Dalvin Cook in his flex spot rather than his RB one or RB two <laughs> spot was debatably worth start of the week, just because I took it as such a fuck you that he was starting like the best running back in football right now in his flex spot. Like that has to be purposeful, you know. I, I hope it was. So uh, <laughs> maybe even scarier if it wasn't on purpose because he, he might actually view Dalvin Cook as his third best running back, which is nuts, just absolutely nuts. <laughs> but I thought that was a pretty funny one. Uh, you know, the other one being the dud from Chase Edmonds and and Tracy still pulling out a win in in typical Tracy fashion. I don't know. Those are my two funny ones. I'm curious what your legitimate bona fide start of the week is because I have a feeling it might be the same. What you said earlier kind of makes me want to change my mind to Austin Eckler because I did not realize that he's that, wait, wait, it was, he only scored two less than Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon scored nine points. Austin Eckler scored seven. That's <laughs> that a could have been the win. difference in the game. I mean, yeah, that's a huge mental victory. Uh, I think if I had then started Keenan Allen, I would have lost. So, mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much breaking even with the Chargers running backs kind of huge mm-hmm. um avoid another embarrassing loss to keep patting myself on the back to me it's clear it's david montgomery ah different different yeah different choice i all mean right. well he- here's my take on it though all right, I'll give this you guy's been an absolute again. bum all year an absolute bum i've thought about dropping him so many times i stuck with him i know what you're thinking i didn't have any other options you well, didn't have started, any other options. i could i could have started keenan allen I could have started Keenan Allen. I did not start Keenan Allen. I was so desperate, I even almost picked up, like, a backup running back, hoping someone would get injured, and they would, like, get more points than David Montgomery. But you didn't. I went with him. I trusted him. I started him. 20 points. Got me the win. Everyone likes to see Henry lose. Everyone should be happy that I started David Montgomery. Listen, I think everyone's happy about it, but as you said, you didn't have any options Another RB play that I found was interesting because he did have options was Tevin Coleman putting up 35 because... That was my other one. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play Devontae Freeman, you know, like, Tevin Coleman didn't have that ridiculous of a game yet, and then he just comes in and scores like four touchdowns in a game, and I mean, blows Demery out of the water. (laughs) I'm actually going to piggyback on that and expose myself. For those who don't know, Sheehan, I think we we talked about this after recording. I thought about it when I saw all the points, dude. I thought about it. I was planning to make a play for Tevin Coleman. I was going to try to trade Joe Mixon and maybe someone else for Tevin Coleman. Would have probably been somewhat reasonable. Would have been reasonable. Somewhat reasonable. At least you think about it. There's no chance I get Tevin Coleman no, now. That obviously. ship has sailed He's now. Blew up. Nick Shea has beaten me left and right this year. I don't know what it is. I, that is I'm cursed by this team. And even even when he doesn't even realize it, he's still getting mental victories over me. And I'll, I'll give you that. Maybe it is Tevin Coleman just for that reason. Word. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shane. 
it's time for the next next rankings. Woo! Yep, they're a doozy. Da-da, they are da-da. a doozy. Da-da-da-da. I'm excited for this because I don't know the actual rankings. And last time I did know the actual rankings. Yeah, it's a little surprise. Um, We're gonna start from the bottom up, yeah. Very, of course. What was weird to me about the rankings is that I feel like the teams with bad records are better than the teams with good records at this point. <laughs> it's I can't weird. wait. I, I still think there's a huge drop this. off in the in the quality of the teams. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's one team I think that you won't be surprised by in Not the rankings. All. Didn't even have to tell you ahead of time. I think everyone can guess who came in at 10th place. <laughs> Unanimous 10th place, might I add. May I also add, I don't know if you did this on purpose, Sheehan, but you spelled his name lowercase in my text. He was the only one that you did that for. And it's John Henry. John his Henry. team stinks. His team it stinks. Blows I am sack. so thankful I beat him this past week because if I had lost, it would have been rather embarrassing to talk about his team being dead oh, last yeah. in the rankings. But I beat him, so he still stinks. He's got back-to-back losses against the league office. There you have it. Maybe there's another curse of the league office. Perhaps. I think, John Henry. I think this is Henry just versus the league still. I mean, he's just <laughs> he's losing to everyone. down by the whole league. It's hard to pick one headline with him because he's lost to everyone. And, and we, you know what's interesting about his team is if you go back and listen to the preseason rankings, he was in the preseason our bottom-ranked team, number 10. It's the only one we hit on the head. Even with the running backs back, mm-hmm. he still stinks. John Henry 10. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. He's also he's mathematically eliminated. He's done. He's irrelevant. He's irrelevant. Now. We consider kicking him out of the group. Me Coming in at ninth, somewhat surprising because I, I think, quite frankly... He just completely destroyed his team. What was once a proud and strong team. <laughs> I know who now it is. To, I know exactly it, it who it so is. so bad. No I don't way. know. Give and me. it's Deborah. Yes. It's Deborah. Yes. And it, it, yes. It's, it's so fitting for what he does. It is. He overthinks trading and he does too much of it. And he had a great team and he went and traded it all, traded it all away. And now it sucks. If you look at the two teams that had 140 points, it's like Bobby and Shea's team, like, both just got Demre's players. Like, Demre just shipped his team to two different teams, and they both raped this week. Like, Demre's team... So, like, yeah, he was number four the last time we did these rankings. He was number four the last time we did these rankings. The thing to me is... He might have even been number three, actually. He I was. he was number three. He was, yeah, he was in the top three. And he has plummeted in just four or five weeks' time. Well, it's when I was making the rankings, there were some people who had been in the bottom who I was now wanting to rank even in the top half, and I just couldn't understand why they had suddenly become good until I got the Demeray team. And then you look at it. They just are basically two Demeray teams, yeah. and Demeray is just a mix of these shitty shitty players that the other it teams took me, It took me a while to do the maths as well. I was trying to figure out what the missing component of this rankings was and then when I saw Demre's team I was like oh wait a minute it doesn't belong up there with these guys anymore he's destroyed his team he shot himself in the foot by the time I got to Demre I realized there was only one person left in the league and it was Henry and I, I could not believe it I was shocked that Demre was that low but now it makes sense so I th- but I think I think at this point now he has to keep going with the overtrading because he he's got to like go full circle and trade back for good players now. Listen, man, I don't know. Yeah, I don't care what he worse. does. 
It can't get much worse. Actually tied with him, but Ooh. getting 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 the tiebreaker from the standings optimizer algorithm. <laughs> what, what, what the fuck do you want to call it? Oh, yeah, whatever that shit is. Uh, another sad fall from grace. It's team. Yeah, team. Man. I knew it was going to be team. Fucking, team fucking sucks, man. I mean, Te- team start, is fucking terrible. It, like. His 4-1 and one screamed fluke. Now it, lost three straight. Yeah, we've the only reason he's that. ahead of Demaray, quite honestly, for me, is that he has a better record. Yeah, um, probably. None of his could, players could, have hit. Team falls from fourth place. So the Demogorgon and team both fell like four spots at least. Um, you know, no one has plummeted as much as the Demogorgon, but we have seen, like you said, a fall from grace from team. It's not what we thought it was. It was, you know, he, I think he got a win versus Wolpe and that kind of made us a little bit scared of him. But if you look at the team, it's just not getting the production, especially not in the past three weeks The like the losses haven't even been close. So he's got some work to do, but he's, again, he's. He's one of those teams that likes to sit still and just play his hand no matter what the flop is. So, Coming in at sixth place, or excuse me, seventh place. Eighth place. Oh, seventh. Place. Seventh place. <laughs> Six, seventh. Seventh place. Seventh place. It's the first, to me, of two teams that have benefited from the Demaray boost. And I, I wanted to rank this team higher, but their record. the record's just too shitty. It's such a bad record, so we can't put him higher than seven. But I do think he is better than more than three teams in this league, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I do not think he's the seventh best team in the league, but it's Nick Shea coming in at seventh place. Yes. Officially a force, officially could make a run to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, he's, listen, he's only gone up one spot since the last rankings. But he hasn't, that's probably because he hasn't done a lot, but we're seeing he's made a lot of moves and he's made good moves. Also, something that we said in the last rankings was that he didn't have his yearly waiver wire pickup yet. Tevin Coleman is now on his squad. And Latavius Murray. And Latavius Murray. So he might have gotten both of his yearly waiver wire pickups. This is where his team starts to get scary in the year. You do not want to play Nick Shea at this point. No, you do Luckily, not. Luckily, I've already gotten my two losses out of the way to him. Him improving his team like this makes it a little less embarrassing that I lost to him. I don't think you can really... Well, I guess I lost to him when his team still sucked, but still. Yeah, yeah. Coming in at sixth. Coming in at sixth place. It's clear. It's Bobby. It's clear Bobby's as day. team. Clear as and day. And I'll tell you what. This is not your father's ravioli squad. <laughs> this team is fucking good. This team is good. All of a sudden, this team has gotten good. I, I'm not going to lie. I actually had them as my fourth best team in my personal rankings. Oh, wow. Maybe even higher. He might be the third best team on paper, if not for his record at this point. His record his is shit. Very good now. But it he kind of lives and dies by Mike Evans, but... Yeah, I mean... It's still good. He deserves to move up from ninth place to sixth place. Uh, that's where he was ranked previously in ninth. He's now in sixth. I mean, he's got Michael Thomas, Chris Carson's hitting. Um, you know, his his team is his team is quality. He's starting to put up big numbers. He's obviously coming from behind a bit with the record, but you know, his division seems to be changing a lot right now. So this is looking good for uh, for 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 Team uh, Bobby in the NFC. And. I do want to take a quick step back before we move on and just 
kind of call out when Demaray came on as a guest. These are the two teams that he called out as being sneaky, good, and dangerous. And now so I just think it's, I think it's hilarious that he is the only person on the planet who thought these two teams were good. So he went and traded all of his good players for their shitty players. And now oh his team shitty. Oh my god. It makes so <laughs> much sense. It's the only reason he made these trades. He Demere, thought they were good. Demaray made the hottest take by saying that both of these teams were really good. He traded with both of them, got the players he liked from both of them, and now they both became better <laughs> than him. Saw. That just and has his to take accidentally became spot on. Because wow. now those are two sneaky good teams. Yeah, but the problem is that it was just his complete disillusionment that made it that way. <laughs> See, I feel like this is what could have happened to Henry if if someone had taken his his uh oh, yeah. team for team trade. Oh man, I wanted that so bad. <laughs> I'm still not over that. I, I mean, I don't know how Demaray is gonna live this one down. If he he might not win another game all year because he's also made his competitors better. Yeah, he's got a tough road ahead, but it's brutal. Um, coming, coming in, in five. fifth place, it's Yushin. And uh, I know you you have a very high opinion of your team. Which, ah, I mean, mm, man. fairly biased. Fifth. Fairly biased. Fifth. It's boy. This team to me is just meh. It's meh. <sighs> Fifth. N- man. Nothing pops off the pitch. Damn. Nothing about this team pops off the Fifth. pitch. I can't. I just can't believe you have me at fifth. That means you had me lower than fifth. You had me I like seven lower than fifth. Oh I actually God. had you one below. One below Bobby. Oh my God, Nevin! Uh, I want you ridiculous. to explain to me why you think you're a top three team in the league. First of all, if you Obje- objectively speaking, objectively speaking, if you add back the fifty points that I benched from my team over the course of three weeks, I'm the sixth highest scoring team in the league. Okay, which is not impressive, but it's at least a playoff contender. And with the moves that I've made. I've rebuilt the team from the ground up. It is a completely different team, but it's a team that looks to be performing at a high level right now. And it's consistent points. You know, I'll lose, but I'm getting 100 points. Like, I just don't know how you can say it's all the way down at fifth. I mean, it's uh, it's it's winning games. Like, it, you know. It... I, I have a number for you. We're going to play a little number game. Okay. My number for you is 14. Do you know what 14 is? No. That's the point advantage that John Henry's team has on you on the season so far. Fourteen Ag- points again. We'll play. We'll play another. We'll play another round two of the number game. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven is the number of points that Demos has over you. <laughs> in my last, the final rounds, ten. Ten is your ranking in points scored in this league. You, your team stinks, dude. Like I, Nevin, I'm telling you, you gotta add back how the fifty bench points. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That counts against your team. You also have, what the third least amount of points allowed. I mean, that's just a perfect storm. Your team is due for some regression. I'm just trying to think about the fact that your team has been red hot lately. How do you still have this few points? Because once you have one. Or two games that are 60 points. You just don't come back from those. Fifth place is the perfect spot for your team at fourth. And this to me is shocking, given his uh, his woes in recent years. It's Brian Tracy. By one point, has snuck ahead of a league office member Ooh, in the standings. That is a surprise. That now, is a this surprise. Is, again, 
a well-documented Tracy choke spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But given that he's not playing Tracy Ball this year, could he sustain it? Well, is he not playing Tracy Ball? Because here's the other thing. In our last rankings, he was ranked fifth. So he's only moved up one spot. But the biggest takeaway is that he hasn't moved down. He hasn't moved down. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and that's typically the trend here. So he, He's hanging in there. He, I mean, I was going to say he might be in first place after this week, but that's incorrect. Yeah, unfortunately, against him is a 1-3 a, a divisional <laughs> <Yes>. record. <laughs> and the two league office members ahead of him in the standings. That's yeah. going to be a, a fairly insurmountable climb to make. Yeah. Um... Speaking of the league office, I came in third place for now. So we've sandwiched Tracy, which to me, if anything, is going to intimidate him being sandwiched by the league office in the standings. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, your team took a heavy losing streak. So that's that's why you're down here at three. Um, you know, I think I even had you a bit higher probably. but you know. I had my team a lot lower than you did. Um I think what's tough with it is my team is just completely banged up right now. And it's tough to know what's going to happen with it. Yeah, I just I should think... have A.J. Green back soon. I should have David Johnson yeah. back soon. Keenan the... Allen's been banged up, but the... we don't know what's going to happen. The way I see it is, like, your team is a bunch of darts. And people are scoring points, but you just got to put the right ones in there. Um, you know, obviously you got that this week with David Montgomery over Keenan Allen. But that's the type of stuff that you have to be doing on a weekly basis. Again, the losing streak hurts. We'll see what happens. I think your team drops one spot from the last rankings. Second place. Thank God we didn't have to put him in first place. We're still being 8-0. No offense, Riley. Second place, still very strong. How did he end up here? How did he end up here? I'm just curious. How did he end up in second? I feel like he should be so much lower. <laughs> The streak he's seven, is he's seven and one. The streak he's is snapped by Tracy. Everybody else, uh, that's pretty. <laughs> that is pretty tough. Like, look at how know, many I mean, like five me, point games he's had. Like, like he, he just. There, I just don't think there's a lot of strength after the top spot in the league. Yeah, and well, I think tiebreakers. You give it to the seven and one team. Uh I don't know. I mean, we'll see how he responds if he's going to start scoring points outside of the Patriots' defense. It pretty remarkable by the Patriots' defense to be ranked second in an entire fantasy football league by itself. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. And unanimous first place is Wolpe, and that's the last we're going to say about that. <laughs> like I said, we're done talking about this kid's team. There's no new points to be made. It's just going to get tedious. It is. It is interesting, though. In the preseason, we had claimed that John Henry's team was the worst in the no, league. No, no. We're not talking about Wolfie's team. I think that uh, that could be a good transition into our spotlight matchup of the week. Ooh, yeah, good spotlight. It's clear. Uh, as, it's as very day, clear to me. It's cut and dry. You guys heard it here first. Spotlight matchup is Mianushian. Oh wow! Look at that! Look at it's, that! It's the league office is dueling it out for first place. Battle in a of the very Titans. tricky division. Battle of the Titans could be said. Battle of the Founders. Whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Big time matchup. It's basically gonna reward the winner with the first round buy, or pretty set them on on track for a first round buy. I'll say that it's your last. 
divisional matchup, which is interesting. Uh, it is the second time that this matchup has been spotlight matchup. The last time, of course, was when I won. Um, and yeah, despite hate, it was a good matchup. It was. <laughs> it was a great matchup. <laughs> it was a hard for those matchup. who were following. You know, this choice might ruffle some feathers. Might be some disagreement, but to me, I don't know. I think it's by far the best matchup of the week. I mean, this is the only matchup where you're yeah, like, either team could win. Let's address the elephant in the room. Yes, we get it. Wolpe and Riley, 7-1 and one versus 7-1 and one yeah, battle but, for first place. But there's well. no question. But it is not. It is It is a, it's an 8-0 and o quality team against a 3-5 and five quality team. Yeah, maybe 4-4. Four and four. That is not a, that, to me picking that would be like picking those Demos games from Spotlight Matchup of the Week. I, I got some new guys in the lineup, so it's gonna be interesting. Some guys who haven't gotten to play for the team before, some guys who've only gotten a couple of games in. Um so it's gonna be a big matchup. It's gonna be a big All matchup. Right. We'll see. Mail time. On to the mailbag. Oh, yes, I'm excited for the mailbag this week. It's it's actually a pretty sparse mailbag this week. Damn. I don't know if you got any submissions. I know. I did um, not get any. I actually I got a verbal mailbag from a, a visit from our good friend Brian Tracy, who came down to New York on Monday. First, I'd like to applaud him for his poise. I was, first of all, kind of shocked that he wanted to bring up the subject of fantasy football around a league office member, given his struggles and his animosity towards the league office. But he, he sacked up. He was bringing it up. I think he was just walking on clouds after beating Riley. I mean, I should have brought this up in the recap. This kid was just, he was skipping around, talking about fantasy football the entire night. I've never seen so much energy from this kid in this league. Was he talking um, about winning? I don't know if he was talking about winning. <laughs> but he was, he was feeling pretty good about his team. All right. And to me, this comment he made was the biggest indication of the confidence this kid has in this league right now. He told me, allegedly, he has solved the algorithm of the standings projection. Uh, <laughs> I, I see your face. That was my first reaction. It takes a mathematician my, to do that, my friend. Inside, inside. I, I gave him some credit, but in the inside, I was thinking, there's no chance. I mean, there's no chance that he... His explanation was all kinds of confusing. Yeah, what is his theory? Does he have a theory? He, he said they move back and forth or something, which to me is rather vague. I think I could have figured <laughs> that out. They move back and forth? And, um, I would invite Tracy to send me a, a one-page draft Ooh. De- detailing how he has solved the algorithm. I'd agree I'll with read that. it out in the mailbag next week. Tracy, if I don't hear from you regarding regarding the solution, the theory, we are going to assume that you have a not suspension solved it. is in order. <laughs> a suspension. It, it was clear as day to me. He was trying to impress the league office. Mm-hmm. That's all it. That, that's all there is to it. I mean, I guess we're still in his head. Pressure's on Tracy. It, oh. Is there more in the mailbag or? Uh, that's it. That's it for the mailbag. Damn. I know. All right, Sheehan. Desk of the commissioner's office. All right, yeah, any, I got any, one. Any open items? Yeah, oh. I got I got one uh, open item that we are now closing. Uh, since we got no feedback on the way that the draft order will be decided next year, it's been officially decided. The losers bracket this year will decide the um, choice of draft order. 
for next year. So yep. if you're in the loser's bracket, which there's about four of you who already know that you're playing down there, um, just get ready. Uh, you know, play your little hearts out, and you'll get to <laughs> pick where you draft if you win it. You know, we want to keep you guys interested during those weeks. <laughs> I really hope you end up missing the playoffs so we can play back that I'm not even. I'm not even close to missing the playoffs, pal. I, I really hope so. My divisional um, record's too good. I guess um, for me, be on the lookout for a guest next week. We've uh, got our eyes, eyes on, a, on a guest for next week. I think uh, a lot of questions that have to be asked, both in and out of the league. Um, so, yeah, I think... Maybe the biggest obstacle will actually be getting him on to the show, which might be a spoiler. Yeah, well, it, it still leaves it up in the air for one of two it's options. A, it's a 30% chance we actually get him to commit. Yeah. But we're going we're gonna to give it an effort. We do have yeah, yeah, we'll give a few you, options, though. We'll so. give it the good old college track. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's all I've got. All right, so is that it? That's it. Ah!